welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. Well, you may have heard of Sharon Draper's beloved award-winning novel, Out of My Mind, that was released in 2010 about a brilliant 11-year-old girl who will not let cerebral palsy define her. It spent four years on the bestsellers list with over 4 million copies sold to date. Now she returns with Out of My Heart which is the highly anticipated sequel that discovers exactly how strong and brave the girl is in the follow-up as she takes a step forward of independence at summer camp. Joining me now to talk more about Out of My Heart is the legendary Sharon Draper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, good morning. I'm so glad to be here. I really, truly am. I'm very honored. Now, um, tell us more about what inspired you to write this follow-up for Out of My Mind. Well, I always said, for 10 years, I said, I'm not going to write a sequel. I just, the book is, is, it's perfect as is and doesn't need a follow-up. But over the years, I've received hundreds and hundreds of letters from teachers and most especially young people who had read this, the book who said, tell me more, what happens to Melody, what does she do the next year, what does she do after that, you know, had created a character that people cared about. So while we were, um, during the pandemic, when there was a lot of downtime and a lot of free time, I said, I think it's time to write Melody's story. So I worked on the sequel over the past year. That sounds like the perfect way to spend that downtime during the pandemic. And I'm pretty sure that the readers in the audience will be so grateful for it once they read it upon its release. Now, um, you this Monica has cerebral palsy. Melly has cerebral palsy. And that's something that is like you said, very relatable because we see so many books out there, especially for young readers who, you know, they don't have a character that they can relate to, um, that they're suffering for cerebral palsy. And also with parents too, you know, they have, of course, the informative um, books, but not something in a story form. So um, just tell us how did you come up with the idea to create this hero of melody for young people um, who not only may be experiencing cerebral palsy but or live with it, but um, also any health issue that, you know, impacts their daily living? Well, um, young people today are are sophisticated and brave and know a lot more about the world than I did when I was um, 11, 12, 13 years old because they have the internet, they have global connections. Mm -hmm. So they know a lot more about the world. And the book isn't just written for kids with handicapping conditions. It's for anybody because Melody wants you to know, first of all, 
I'm a person first. I'm a kid first. You know, I I worry about underarm odor. I you know I want to know if that boy across the way thinks I'm cute. You know, she's just like any other kid. You know, preteen, and she wants to be accepted just like any other preteen, not excluded. So she speaks for all the kids that are excluded for whatever reason, and um, she's she's a, a a character who brings people together. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I wanted to share something with you, and I'm glad you said that about you know knowing that they're a person and want to be accepted. Um, your book, Out of My Mind. That was written in 2010. Um, that was written around the time that my cousin, who is now 24, um, he suffered a, um, a, a major accident, um, swimming oh. accident, in which he became paralyzed from the chest down. And oh so, right, and, and so, you know, that was a, to have that happen, you know, at, at the age of 14, was very life-changing for him and it's it was just like you said you know prior to that um he was a a young tennis young and budding tennis star and you know all of this and now all of a sudden this happens and so the perceptions even in a family you know how people um viewed him and treated him and looked at Mm -hmm. him all Mm -hmm. changed yeah. You know, yeah. and so for you to say that, you know, people who, the children, kids who suffer, especially teens, um, who suffer from a condition of any sort, of any health-related issue, they want to know, hey, I'm still the same person, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still human. And, you know, I still have the same type of of dreams and thoughts and, you know, I still have my humor, right. my personality and everything, you know, get to right. get to know me as a person instead of just looking from the outside, you know, exactly. with Melody, you know, you exactly. see cerebral palsy and, and, you know, you're just looking at that. So your book dives into seeing Melody from the inside. And so I yeah. greatly appreciate you for that, as well as um, my older cousin, who was her mom, um, who was his mom, who actually took strength from you sharing your story. So thank you so much oh, for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the, um, the, the story is... Um, not just about Melody this time. She, for the first time, she makes friends. You know, if you're a kid in a wheelchair, it's hard to make friends. Absolutely. And so at camp, she finds three other girls who are assigned to her cabin at camp. And by the end of the story, she has found out what friendship really is, what it means to be a friend, to have a friend. And um, that's real important for all young people the power of friendship and what a friend can do and make you feel and give you strength. So I I feel good about that, that I gave her some buddies. Absolutely. Now, I'm pretty sure you had to do some research to capture those unique aspects of a special needs camp. Um, Where did you take your research from, your inspiration from? Um, I, when I was a teenager, I, uh, I worked as a volunteer at a special needs camp for several years. 
and um, you learn that when you're going downhill, when you're pushing somebody in a wheelchair, you don't push the wheelchair first. You <laughs> put the wheelchair behind you, and you walk backwards right. down the hill so right. that you are the first person endangered, and the person in the wheelchair isn't going to go whoop-de-doop, you right. know, make a roller out of the front. Right. So you learn a lot of things like that. And, you know, the fact, the thing that I think I learned the most is the fact that these kids are just kids. You know, they want to sing like everybody else. They want to have a dance like everybody else. They want to giggle because the boy across the way is kind of cute, just like everybody else. They do. Absolutely, they do. Now, um, I also am pretty sure that you also drew from your experience of being a middle school teacher for 25 years first i want to congratulate you on that <laughs> um, second and and you know to with a quarter of a century of just seeing the changes in children you know during your time span of teaching and being able to master that and take your um, your knowledge and your experience from that and put it into a form that can help other people is is very very applauded for you um, tell me what experiences did you draw from from your years of teaching um, well if you teach long enough you have met every single person every single child even though every single child is completely individual, you know, you've met so many different types of personalities, you know, the strong kids, the weak kids, the kids who cry, the kids who bully, the kids who excel, the kids who are afraid, the kids who are abused at home. Um, those, you know, you meet everybody. It's the same in any segment of society. And except they're young and they're learning and they're trying to figure things out. So, um, I, you know, I just loved working with kids. And they taught me as much as I taught them, although they didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, I believe that, too. Um, my brother's a school teacher in Chicago, and um, he actually has a student in his class this year who's autistic. And mm, he, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, so um, he is. He's been teaching for quite a quite a while. Um, can't remember when he <laughs> he started teaching, but I, it's been fairly long. I think it's been over twenty years. And mm -hmm. um, so he, but this is his first time having a student that's autistic in his class. You know, amongst other students, yeah. and so yeah. he's learning something new in this process and like you said he, he actually told me you know I'm learning from um, from him from the student mm -hmm. as well so yes and, the, and his classmates are learning too exactly you know? and exactly. they're and they're learning to be more acceptable to be more understanding to know that Johnny can't handle this but he's real good at that so yes exactly it's all about not letting those disorders or those health issues define you Correct. from yourself or from or from the view of anyone else that is what your book out of my heart is all about 
and we are so happy that you decided to write this book. Um, lastly, I want to ask you, what is Melody's message to young people in this novel? You know, I try not to answer that question because uh -huh. when a student asked me, what's the message? I said, I don't know what message did you get? Mm. And one person will say, well, I got you ought to do this, this, and this. I said, well, that was the message. And then another child will say, but I got this, this, and this. I said, well, then that was the message. Mm. You know, so if I have a plan or a message that I want somebody to get that I haven't done my job, my job is to put it out there and let the young people get the messages. And when I get the letters from them, they tell me, well, I ever, never thought about this, this, or this, or I learned this, this, or this. So it's for the reader to get the message, not for me to give it. And they do. So <laughs> that makes me happy. I love that. Well, let me flip the script for you and ask you, what is the iconic Sharon Draper's message, <laughs> the best-selling <laughs> author's <laughs> message? for um, young people today, especially hmm. those young people who are living with health conditions? Yeah. Um, uh, search for love. Find love where you can get it. Uh, accept friendship. Um, you know, they sound like platitudes, but it's true. And it's the same for whether somebody has a handicapping condition or not. You know, we're all humans on the inside and we all need friends and we all need a support system. We all need people that at least one person that we can depend on, that we can call, that we can talk to. Uh, so I encourage all of them to find a friend and support each other because in this today's world, we need each other's support. We do. We definitely do. Um, in the famous words of Stevie Wonder, love is in need of love today. And that exactly. is definitely true with our young people. So thank you for giving that inspiring message to our young people um, and to parents as well. They need to know that as well. Um, yes. Yes, for, to care for their children. Um, in that special way and we just want to let everyone know that out of my mind will be released in a few days you can find no today oh it's released today, today. today, today. okay today. okay today is the day today is the day yeah out of my heart is available everywhere today it i'm is, so excited <laughs> it is available everywhere today just as sharon said so definitely go find it wherever get it on audible get it on amazon go to the bookstore if there's one still around in your area um definitely yeah, yeah definitely go ahead and get it today and get 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 a copy for yourself and your um child that's what i would say and then yeah. just as sharon said both of you can get something different a different message that can help you with your daily lifestyle in terms of living with a condition um so definitely get two copies share a copy with your friend and your um, friend's children as well <laughs> and know that you can also find out more about sharon draper 
on her website, SharonDraper.com, as well as um, follow her on Twitter at Sharon M. Draper. You can also follow her on Instagram at Sharon M. Draper as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure. Congratulations on the release of your book today. And I'm sure that it is going to get on the bestseller list as well. <laughs> and you will receive those letters and those emails saying how much you've inspired so many from this sequel. Thank you for all that you have done no. and all that you continue Thank to do. You. Thank you for your kind words and for the opportunity to have this interview. I do appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Have a wonderful day. Okay, keep in touch. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.